Zinc Media. Feel the power of knowledge. Yes, indeed, it is I, your lovable host, Elrod, coming to you from the Bunker Eye Studio, located somewhere within the great granite state of New Hampshire, where the state motto is still live free or die. It is not big government or bust. I record this on a Saturday, uh, uh, November 21, in the year of our Lord, 2020. Uh, and I, I miss that sound, that opening. I love the opening. I love the music. I, I should just play it in my car or something. I just, I, I love my show's opening music. It's beautiful. It's great. I want to thank all of those who participated in creating that, uh, as well as the closing music too. Um, so, you know, you'll, you'll hear that in the closing, but this is a, a podcast issue of the Rod Eccles show. And the reason why I decided to break my silence, because there's just so much crapola going on out there. But first, let me get in a major announcement out of the way. Coming in January, that is this January 2021, uh, Lord willing, God be willing, Zinc Media Arts is moving forward. Because I have mentioned before in the past that I was not... As far as I was concerned, I was not going to go back to any other platform like Spreaker or Blog Talk Radio. Um, and with the the number of programs, shows, websites, even WordPress is seems to be getting in on this uh, censoring thing. They they have kicked a number of conservative blogs and and news aggregates, you know, like Drudge, that's a news aggregate, uh, and, and such, and newspapers, you know, online newspapers, off of their platform. Word, now, a lot, many, many, I would say that the vast majority of websites that are either blog-related or news-related or media-related are, are, are use WordPress to to some extent. All of my websites are WordPress-themed sites. Now, they're not hosted by WordPress, but they're WordPress-themed because it's drag-and-click, or excuse me, drag-and-drop. They're very easy to use. I mean, and you can find a theme just free or or for less than 100 bucks. Uh, a theme that fits almost, it's 99% exactly what you want. You can find them. So there's very little manipulation on your part with these WordPress themes. Um, and, and WordPress, and when you use a WordPress theme, I don't host on, on use WordPress as a host. Um, but it still uses the WordPress theme and still logs into WordPress in order for you to use it. I don't know why that is, but that's just the way it seems to be, uh, at least with my host. 
uh, I may have to find a different host. But WordPress has been kicking people off of their their platform. I don't know if that means they can't use a WordPress theme or if they have to find a different host if they're being hosted by WordPress directly. Because WordPress is like, you know, Bluehost and GoDaddy and all those. They're also a host for websites. Uh, now, I can't self-host. Now, it is possible to self-host uh, your own website, but you've got to have some major bandwidth and massive servers. I mean, that's something that even most major corporations do not self-host. Although I, I do know a, a small company out of Keene, uh, if they're still viable, they would. But he would be. Ex he's expensive. But he would be. Uh, he would be able to to host me if it ever got to that point. Because he he kind of thinks like I do as far as being a conservative, and and he's a small business owner. Um, so I'm, if the worst comes to worst, I will at least, if you even have to pay through the nose a little bit, I will at least have a, uh, a host or a platform to broadcast from without having to outlay tons and tons of cash in order to, to self host and self broadcast. But speaking of the broadcast, like I said, January, 2021 Zinc media is coming at you hard. All of the programs that you already know, plus some new ones. Uh, you know, we'll have, um, you know, the down the rabbit hole radio, uh, Hebrews cafe, the insider reports, Rod Eccles show, uh, plus some others and some tidbits thrown in there. Uh, zinc media arts is starting zinc media network online radio. Yeah. And I will bring back the Rod Eccles show live. Right now, it's in we're in we're in the uh, scheduling process, scheduling out the uh, the broadcast day, seven days a week. Uh, so we, we need we have there's a lot of time to fill there. So so yeah, we're, we're going to be repeating an awful lot, uh, going back into to the archives and plugging in a lot of old programs from the Rod Eccles show. You know from. Uh, all the other shows that that are currently on, and you know, looking at some uh, to bring on some new shows and going and getting getting their archives and plugging them in uh, for the broadcast schedule. So you're gonna get it's gonna be twenty four seven basically of well, at least we're looking at you know um, a twelve hour to twelve to eighteen hour schedule to start uh, on Zinc Media Network Radio. So yeah, and and the live program of the Rod Eccles Show is coming back, folks. It is coming back, and it is going to be uh, there. It's going to be tweaked. It's going to be all new. It's still the same music that you heard in intro, and still the same me. Uh, but uh, it's going to be it's going to be new. It's going to be brash, and it's going to be at a different time frame than what most of you are probably used to. From the old days, it won't be in the morning at nine to noon or ten to noon. Uh, no, I'm not taking on Rush Limbaugh. I, I know there are a lot of people who are, are they were saying, "Hey, you know, Rush is sick. Rush is not going anywhere, not anytime soon." Uh, I, I know he's, you know, he's mentioned that um, uh, they haven't arrested his lung tumors yet, yet, uh, but they're. It is not a fait accompli that Rush is going. Well, I mean, he, he's almost seventy years old, so uh, at some point, 
yeah, we're going to lose Rush Limbaugh, whether it's just old age or, or, or the cancer that he has. And, and I pray for a complete recovery. And there, evidently, according to Rush, there is still some hope uh, for a recovery or at least remission in arresting the progression of this disease. So if they can arrest it and stop the progression, um, now Rush can live another 10, 20 years. Uh, he has a history. Uh, now, I don't know how long his father lived, but his grandfather was was a centenarian. He lived over uh, to be over 100 years old. So there is some longevity in his genes. Um, but again, he is almost 70. And no, I don't think he's getting tired or haggard or raggard or anything like that. But, you know, uh, the, the cancer treatments are, are taking a toll on him. But he is still in there fighting. And I applaud him for that. I mean, honestly. I mean, Rush is the, is, is the godfather and king of talk radio. There is nobody like him. There will be nobody like him. And I am not going to go up. And I have always said, I, I, since I started this program in 2009, I never scheduled this program between noon and 3 p.m. Eastern time because I would never go up against Rush. One, because I wanted to listen to him. And two, because he is the king. Uh, will the king be dethroned? No, I don't believe the king will ever be dethroned, but he will be silenced and taken off the air at some point simply because of his age, his health, or, God forbid too soon, um, his passing. Uh, that That's a fait accompli. Who is going to fill that space? I don't know. I don't. Everybody's looking to Sean Hannity. I don't think, well, I don't think it's going to be Sean. Uh, but I can't, I can't, I'm not even going to try to tell you who's going to fill the space. So, But I'm not going to go in that space. But I'm looking at the drive time hours uh, when people are getting off from work and driving home and they have some time while, you know, while they're cooking dinner. Uh, that's Eastern to Pacific. So we're looking somewhere between 4 p.m. and uh, to 9 p.m. Eastern time. Now, am I going to have a four or five hour long show? No, we're looking for three hours. Not maybe two hours, but we're looking for three hours. That would cover pretty much east to west coast. So look for that. Uh, the the final announcement and scheduling will be released in late December on that. But we are currently working very furiously on getting that done. Um, and it, it's it's. I'm excited about it, and uh, all the the on-air personalities are very excited about it. Uh, we've got some uh, new programming already in the works and planned. Um, this is this is going to be a a network or or an online radio station that will have the ability to syndicate to on-air stations. We're also currently looking at that too. Well. Will we be on the air on some AM or FM station somewhere? It is a possibility. That is the benefit and and um, advantage of owning your all your own content and and having your own broadcast medium. We could actually just go ahead and plug into to their to their system and and, bro- and whenever the station is live, we can plug it in and wh- whatever content they want to take, it can easily be ta- uh, you know uploaded to them. Um, live on the fly. There's no no problems. So there's a lot of flexibility here. 
we've got a lot of excitement. We've got some new programs in, in the work. We're looking for even more n- new programming and, and new personalities. Uh, it is just, it's, it's, I'm excited. So Zinc Media Network uh, will also have its, all the, all the current websites will have, uh, will be hosted on the Zinc Media News website once that is up and running. So they, they will still have their own domain addresses, but they will not have their own websites. Now, there's an advantage to that. There, there are many benefits to that. One, because now you'll just have one central place to go to. Instead of having to go through all, you know, five, six, seven, ten different websites, you'll have one site to go through, and they'll all be hosted there. And you can just go to wherever you want, including rodeckles.net. It'll be hosted over there. So you don't have to worry about, you know, remembering all the different sites. All you're going to have to remember is one central site. Because everything else, even if you do click in, you know, write in rodeckles.net, it is going to be redirected over there. You know, the insiderreports.com is going to be redirected over there. So it is, um, it, 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 one, it's uh it's le- it's less expensive instead of having hosting you know 5 10 15 20 different sites two it makes it more difficult or complicated for some other host hosting site to kick you off because of one particular thing that was said they're not going to want to you know waste all that money and kick you know you off of for of their it see it you know if you had um WordPress. So let's just say I was on WordPress and I had seven different registered domains hosted on one website on WordPress. WordPress would not come to me and say, hey, that that one out of seven is bad. You got to move everything. Oh, so you want to lose all of that annual revenue because if I've got to move one, I'm moving all seven. Uh, that when you start talking money to some of these people now, now see, this is the problem with, with Facebook and Twitter, you know, we're all upset because of their censoring. They're not being impacted yet in their pocketbook. Now there's one thing you have to understand about all of these companies. They are companies. They are for-profit organizations. They like money. These stupid liberals like money as much as conservatives do, oftentimes even more. And when I say more, it's because if you actually look at the annualized giving to charities, you will find out that conservatives far outspend, or should I say outgive, than liberals. And which means that those on the left, they value them more than those on the right, politically speaking. I mean, this is this is year after year after year. It doesn't matter who you are and how far up the chain, you know, the the uh, the, the food chain you go. I mean, it was brought out. Al Gore was notorious for being stingy. So was Joe Biden, by the way, and Barack Obama. These guys didn't give a dime, basically compared to what their annualized income was to any kind of charity. They didn't give anything. You know, I, I, they, I think, well, what was it the amount when Joe Biden was first inaugurated as vice president in the first term? I think it came out, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, Joe made almost 200, over $200,000 the, the year, year before, and he gave less than a, a grand. I mean, that's like 
0.005% of your income. You know, God says tithe 10%. Okay, that that's, even if you just, uh, I, these people, they talk about, they want other people's money. They don't want to use their own. They want to use yours. This is why there's such high taxes and talking about, um, you know, going after people who make over, $400,000 a year. That's also another farce. And it's going to take more than one radical show podcast to get into the details of this stuff. But folks, you you cannot fall prey to all of these scare tactics of talking about, well, it's, they got to pay their fair share. These corporations didn't pay their fair share. You know, like Amazon and all these, you know, 98 other corporations of the Fortune 4 of 500 didn't pay a single dime in federal income tax. That's a bunch of BS. No, they didn't pay a federal, a federal income tax. They didn't. No, no, they really didn't. But here's why. They had to spend a hell of a lot of money in order to write off all of that to bring their net income to taxable income down to zero. Now think about that. And we know what Amazon Amazon is busy building these distribution centers and, and putting up these little, you know, uh distribution centers that all these little blue Amazon vans are flying out of all over the country. That cost a lot of money. Amazon has spent billions on over the last decade building its infrastructure. So they legally take the deduction on the investments that they make in building out their infrastructure, which in some years has brought their uh, their taxable income down to zero. It's no different from you and me individually. If we had enough deductions, we could bring our taxable income down to zero as well. The problem is, is that too many of us, the vast majority of us, that well, not me, but too, too many of you out there listening, all you have is W-2 income. In other words, all you have is a paycheck from an employer. You are the people that are getting hammered the most. Now, see, people like me, small business, medium business, large business, we've got available to us all kinds of deductions. And I can reduce if I if I spend enough on my businesses, I can deduct enough of that to bring my taxable net income down to zero. Now I have never been able to personally do that because you got to spend a hell of a lot of money. Because remember, you're only take. I mean, it, 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 it's, it's kind of like people talk about, you know, well, I, I need I, I need to get a mortgage because so my mortgage interest is tax deductible. See, here's the problem with this. This is why you got to spend an awful lot. Now, if you if <laughs> let's just say you're in a 30 percent tax bracket. Now, most people are in the 20 to 25 percent area, but let's let's use 25, 25 percent. If you spent ten thousand dollars in interest. $10,000 in interest. You can, you know, you'll, you'll deduct that from your, your, your taxable income at 25%, which means 2,500, which means in order to reduce your taxable income by $2,500, you have to spend, listen to me, in order to reduce your taxable income by $2,500 at a 25% federal tax rate, you have to spend $10,000.
Now, can you understand how much Amazon and these other companies would have to spend? Now, what does that spending do? That spending provides jobs which are taxable. They just can't, well, it's not like they just spend it and it goes into a hole. If Amazon wants to build a facility, they got, they've got to build it. Means all that stuff that goes into building the facility has to be bought and paid for, which means a bunch of people who have to manufacture all the material that have to, that have to go into the building of that, of that structure. Not to mention all the people that have to be hired to build it. Not to mention all the people that have to be hired to run it. Not to mention all the people that have to be hired to deliver the packages and, and maintain the whole system. There's a lot of people that get employed with a W-2 which is you that gets taxed who can't write any of that stuff off. Just saying. Yeah, Remember that, folks. I mean, I know this is just a real basic, and we're going to have programming that um, that really gets into the nitty-gritty of this stuff and really explains a lot of this stuff for you a little bit better. But let me tell you, you are, you can, I'm just, I'm telling you, 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 you got to understand when Joe Biden is talking about, well, yeah, we're going to tax these corporate, you know what's going to happen? Do you know why the Treasury, when you raise taxes on a certain class member of society, why the income to the Treasury goes down? I just gave you the, the ladder right there. Because if you raise taxes like it was before, that means a lot of American corporations are either going to move operations or merge operations overseas, meaning they're taking American jobs, just like before Trump. You know, remember Obama? I, I, I don't know how you're going to bring those manufacturing jobs back unless you got some sort of magic wand. You got magic wand, Trump? You can't do that. Because the left doesn't even think in their own little peeny, you know, puny little brain mind, hey, how about we reduce taxes? How about, we, because if we reduce taxes, we might actually increase money and revenue to the treasury. Isn't that what we want? We want money to spend in the treasury so we can have all these different programs? No, that is not what the left wants. Believe, and if you're a leftist for the first time listening to this stuff, you need to understand this is not about what you think is fair. It's not about fairness. Because what would be fair is that every country on the planet would think of their citizens first and make sure that they're in a win-win negotiation position when it comes to international trade. Now, Joe Biden isn't, isn't all about win-win. He's about, oh, let's just let everybody else win while we get screwed. The man has already said before he's even inaugurated that, hey, on day one, January 20, all the international and the international relationships goes back to the way it was under Barack Obama, which means all the freaking jobs that Donald Trump brought back on shore to the United States all of a sudden will leave because all the taxes on these companies will be going right back through the roof. And we will again, under Joe Biden, because he's already promised it, be the highest corporate tax country in the world. No wonder Amazon didn't bring their money back. No wonder Apple kept billions of dollars offshore. How would you like it? Well, that's not fair, Rod. It's not fair that they get to keep... Well, you have... A, you have a billion dollars offshore. Think about that. How would you feel? 
And knowing that if you brought that $1 billion on shore before you get to even touch it or spend it, the government is going to take 400, depending on the state you're in, 400 to 600 million dollars of it. Are you, and y'all, you, you're, you're going to lose half. Are you going to bring that money on shore? You're going to say, well, no, we're just going to wait until we get a better atmosphere, taxable atmosphere. You're not going to bring that. You're not going to willingly turn over half of your profit, half of your income to the government. You're not going to do it. So if you're not going to do it individually, why would you demand that companies do it? No, keep in mind, as I've said before, companies do not actually pay a dime in taxes. They don't make money. Uh, we That's a misnomer. Yeah, company, I go into business so I can make money. No, you don't make money. You earn money. We need to get that clear. Governments make money. Companies do not. Just like you as an individual going to work for somebody else, you don't make money working for them. You earn it. You don't have a printing press or a minting press. You cannot make money. It's illegal. Only governments make, and that's for, I don't know a single country around the globe, that doesn't make its own money. Well, there's a couple of countries that use the United States as its currency. But again, there's, there's not a single country in the, on the globe where you can go and make your own money. You can earn it, but you can't make it. And since you can't make it, you have to earn it. And that goes for companies too. That means they have to get their money from some somewhere else because they can't print it themselves. They have to get it from somewhere else. Now, where do companies get their money from? From their customers and their clients. So if they're, if their taxes go up, they're passing that tax cost on to you, the consumer, the individual who ultimately plays, pays 100% of taxes, 100%. But you're not being told this. You're just buying into the touchy feely notion. Oh my God, they're not paying their fair share. That's a bunch of bullshit. Let's be honest about, about it. And don't tell, well, we're going to, you know, the, the people who make 400,000, really? Like, I, I, what is it like to live in most parts of California or Chicago or New York City or Boston, Massachusetts? I mean, you're talking about buying a basic, you know, not even a one bedroom, but just a basic flat, you know, a six to 900 square foot flat in these cities or these states. Costing you four hundred to five hundred thousand dollars. I mean, that's insane. But if you have to pay that kind of price, do you think making thirty thousand dollars is going to get it? No, you're going to need to make six figures in order to be able to afford these things. You're not going to be able to get a mortgage unless you have a lot of money down. But how are you going to get a lot of money down if you're renting and more than half of your paycheck? Because you're only making thirty or forty or fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year, and you have to you have to pay twenty five hundred dollars a month for rent. You're not going to be able to save much. It'll take you forever. At such a low wage, but hey, you know, one size fits all, according to Joe Biden. But see, the people who it, who that he is targeting the most 
They're the ones that'll be hit the least. Why? Because they're smart about money. They're not like the average Joe. They're not like you. I hate to put you in this position, but you've got to think about this. They are not like you. They think totally different about money. There are all kinds of studies uh, that, that you know that, that see that show how different the regular million, the everyday millionaire mind is different from yours. They treat money differently. Yeah, for instance, and every. An everyday millionaire. It could be the millionaire next door. could be the guy next door. You never know. That's an everyday millionaire. They're not the flashy people in Hollywood and on YouTube. No, they don't spend an awful lot of money. They live below their means. They don't drive flashy cars. Anybody remember Sam? You know, Some of you are probably too young, but Sam Walton used to drive around in an old beat-up pickup truck. The man was worth billions, literally. And he drove around in an old beat-up pickup truck. Did, did he drive a G, or, or fly a G5 jet? No, he had a little... You know, um, one was it one blade prop job? I think it was a Cessna airplane. That was, and he only bought it. Get this: Sam Walton bought a Cessna because it was at a point when the number of stores was getting too many and too far flung for him to drive to. That's when he bought a Cessna, and he didn't buy the Cessna new. Now, here's a man who's worth billions of dollars, has millions in his in his bank account. He's driving around an old pickup truck and buying a used Cessna aircraft. This is how million the regular millionaire next door thinks as well. The guy they're not buying that brand new car and putting making you know payments over the, on that car six or seven years. Do the math, folks. Do the math. Did you realize that the average car payment in the United States today is about four hundred fifty to five hundred dollars? If you were to take that four to five hundred dollars every month and put it into an investment account like an IRA, a four hundred one k, or even just a basic general good mutual fund that's earning like ten percent annually, using the rule of seventy two, every seven years your money doubles. Do you realize? In about 30 to 35 years, you will have over $4 million. So congratulations on being proud and buying that brand new car where you're spending $500 a month on and doing that every five years. It's costing you $5 million. The millionaire next door, the ordinary guy next door, your neighbor who's probably worth a million dollars. And you never see him buy a brand new car. You know, he always buys a, a car that's, you know, two, three, four years old. And I'll give you a little, uh, tell you a little secret on it. He's paying cash for that car. He's not paying monthly payments. Oh, you, y'all don't hear me. They think differently. They understand the rules of the money game. And when, when, when Biden says, well, you know what? I'm going to tax the hell out of you. They're smart enough to know how to legally avoid paying those higher taxes so when the revenue starts rolling in biden looks at it and says well that's not enough it's not what we thought we were gonna get so that means we're gonna go down the ladder and start taxing the regular joe like you who isn't making 250 to four hundred thousand dollars a year that's the way it always works and always happens and it has since 1917 when all this crap was first instituted Y'all don't hear me. I'm telling you, you got to pay attention. You got to pay attention. We're on to something new here.
Nothing but 100% unbiased truth coming your way. You're listening to me right here on the Rod Eccle Show, powered by Zinc Media Arts. Sick of media bias? Want the facts and the truth? Then TrendingPolitics.com is for you. TrendingPolitics.com. Truth, not bias. Hello, friends. What answers to your biblical questions? Want true scriptural perspective from both Jewish and Christian views? Maybe a view you've never heard before. Hey, come on in and sit down at Hebrews Cafe. We'll bring you a cup of truth and a bagel. Or join us at HebrewsCafe.net from Zinc Media Arts. Airbnb and short-term rental is making some big money on their properties. But the headaches have some wondering if it's actually worth the trouble. Granite House 1880 takes on those headaches while increasing ownership profits. Profit on your property is what it's all about, right? Profit on your investment is what really counts. Find out how easy branding with Granite House 1880 can actually be. Visit GraniteHouse1880.com. That's GraniteHouse1880.com. Do it now. Do you love international intrigue, international politics, and how they affect the USA? Do you just love spy stuff? Then the Insider Reports podcast is for you. You can be the smartest person in the room. Get the inside scoop at theinsiderreports.com. That's theinsiderreports.com. What lurks in the shadows? What lay just beyond our world? What is that bump in the night? Find out at downtherabbitholeradio.com. From Zinc Media Arts, feel the power of knowledge. You're listening to The Rod Echo Show. You know, so one of the things that, um, oh, by the way, yeah, the live, when I go back live, there will be a call-in number, so you will get to call in. And I do expect, by being on the radio, um, we'll have a lot lot more listeners with a lot more callers, and which makes it a lot more interesting, so I may have to go to a, a three-hour instead of a two-hour format. Uh, one of the things that, that caused me to um, want to do this, uh, this podcast for you, is is because well there's two things and it's all both of them are so, you know, both these things have to do with COVID-19. I did, I'm not going to delve into any more into the COVID-19 conspiracy thing cuz understand folks I, conspiracy is 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 often looked at with a side eye as a bad thing but no I, I'm telling you right now there is a conspiracy behind COVID-19. And there is some evidence coming out that shows that the ringleader behind a lot of this stuff here in this country and in other countries um, are, are, are is Barack Obama here and Barack Obama-like leaders in other countries like, like Justin Trudeau. I mean, there's apps. There's thirty, oh, what thirty-five, less than forty million people up there in Canada. 
There is no justification for what is going on up there in Canada with Trudeau. None. I mean, a country the size of Canada, land-wise, means that its population, except for a couple of cities, is pretty much spread out. There is no reason for them to for him to lock down the entire damn country. None. Unless they have an agenda, which they do. And folks, they use this this COVID. To, I'm now look. I, you know, you want to talk about conspiracy stuff? Let's let's just follow this for a second, shall we? Straight through uh, to the election and to your children. Okay, now 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 we we are hearing studies that have been done and are being released, and evidence is being presented. That COVID, the first case of COVID-19, the coronavirus, COVID-19, was not seen in late November, early December in, in China, but as far back as September, possibly July of 2019. Think about that. We're talking up to six months longer. Now, you're probably thinking, well, th- that's no big deal. Oh, no, 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 no. It is a huge deal when it comes to a virus and wanting wanting to spread it and make it look like it was naturally occurring. Now you can do you know germ warfare and just drop a a, a virus bomb in a city and every and everybody gets it, but then the world knows that you did that. And there's no sneaking around, and, and, and they'll just lock you down. But if you introduce it in such a way where you where you hide patient zero. Now, understand this, because we always try, whenever we have a major infection or major virus, we always look for patient zero, because we try to determine where they came from, how they could have possibly gotten it, and where they could have gone to spread it. As patient zero, the first person that, that to knowing that we would know to have the disease or the virus. If you do this in silence or secrecy, in other words, you're planning to do this. That means patient zero is going to be obscured and hidden. Now we should not we should have already known who patient 0 was with covid. Oh yeah, you know November 2019 is when it go- okay, where's patient 0? We don't know. Oh, wait a minute. We're looking at people with these symptoms and who've died and we've done some other testing. Oh no no, this covid was actually active as early as September. Possibly we're looking into as early as July. Well, that means somebody is secretly introducing this and somebody is trying very hard to hide patient zero because when you determine who patient zero is and you find out where they got it from it could lead to the people that do not want to be outed in other words this did this covid-19 didn't didn't get introduced into the human population uh, by accident from people at some wet ch- a Chinese wet market eating bats. As disgusting and gross as that is for Americans in the Western world eating bats, it's not it's not an odd thing in Asia. 
I mean, after all, in China alone, you got 1.3 billion people. They got to eat something. They got to feed these people something. These people will eat just about anything. I mean, that that's also a fact. I mean, uh, you know, un- understand this. Half the world's, what are we at? Seven and a half billion people. Half the world's population is Asian. By the way, that that includes Indian from India. Now, there's one to 1.1 billion people in India. You want to know the reason why China doesn't try to overrun parts of the world already? Well, Rob, they've got 1.3 billion people. They could easily, you know, field a 200 million or 300 million uh, man army. Yeah, they could. But there's two problems with that. One, the United States, which is only 320 million people. So China's got 1 billion people more than we do, but we've got the technology. And we've got a friend called India with 1.1 billion people who could also field an army of 200 million soldiers. And let me tell you, the Indian are the Indian soldiers. They're no joke. They are no, and they're not afraid of China. Look at what's been happening. You know what happened. You know, re, not too recently uh, on the border of India and China. That they're not afraid of China. That is no joke. India's got nukes too. They are no joke. China knows this. So you want to talk about checks and balances. The one country that you want to keep on your damn side right now is India. They are no joke. Again, China, why do you think Pakistan is starting to back down off of all this crap? You know, they, they, they still play little tit-for-tat things. But if India wanted to go all... There's no way Pakistan could withstand a full-on assault from India. And in India, India doesn't have to use nukes. The problem is, is because Pakistan knows they wouldn't have a chance, they would use their nukes because Pakistan has nuclear arms, which means India would retaliate with nukes. Pakistan knows they have no shot at, at in an all-out war with India. They have no shot, conventionally. Not even nuclearly, actually, but conventionally, they have no shot. One, because India can 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 field a very large army, and two, their training for their soldiers is no joke. Now keep that in mind. Now you have in China, with Donald Trump as president. Now Donald Trump has done, has put, people don't realize this. You just don't. You do not realize the economic hurt that Donald Trump has laid upon China. Now think about all the manufacturing jobs that have come back onshore since Donald Trump has been president. Now most of those foreign jobs have been taken away from Chinese labor. China's actually had to close some of their recently built mega industrial complexes. Because, well, Look at the number of manufacturing jobs that have come. Everybody thinks, well, no, 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 this is, this is a, this is a, you know, Trump is just hates Mexico. No, actually, no. Sure, Mexicans didn't get some jobs, uh, lost some jobs back to America. Yeah. But the majority of them didn't come from Mexico. This is the dirty, this is because of the freaking stupid asinine media won't properly cover. 
These jobs are not coming from Mexico. They're coming from Asia, specifically China. Get it and understand it, folks. This is the facts. This is not being biased. So you liberal jackasses out there, they, oh, no, you're just a, you're just a right wing big. No, I'm giving you unbiased, actual, numerical, easily checkable facts. F-A-C-T-S. These jobs are coming from Asia back to the United States where they belong in the first place. I'm just saying. And since they're coming from Asia, well, and they're hurting the pocketbook of Asia, China, and Trump is doing all other kinds of things that we can see over the past four years. Holy crap. You know, starting the Middle East process, does Joe Biden really want to go back to a very, you know, warmongering, volatile Middle East? Well, that's what he said he's going to do. We've got countries in the Middle East that, that in modern history have never been at peace with each other, but they've signed peace accords. They're laying down their weapons. They're saying this is, you know what? Maybe it's time that we come into the 21st century and put some of our differences aside because we'll never, ever agree 100%. But we can live with each other, next door to each other, in peace. Think about that. Which now means, hey, we can bring some of our troops home. And the first thing that we heard from the swamp when Donald Trump wanted to withdraw troops from Afghanistan and Iran. Oh, that's a bad idea. Why? I thought you leftists out there wanted worldwide peace. I thought you didn't want us to be the world policemen. I thought you wanted our troops and our military to be at home and so much so that you could reduce them by half. Well, you can't reduce our military budget by half if we're still deployed all over the planet. And you keep saying, well, the Republicans are warmongers. That's just not Republicans. You better understand this. You got Democrats saying it's a bad idea to bring, you know, all those troops home. Why? Why is it a bad? They can't tell us why. Well, we don't want any more of our Boys and girls, you know, our men and women, our children, fathers and mothers going over there and dying for no reason. So bring them home. No, we can't do that. Why? Why can't these countries start do- doing for themselves? Well, you know, you know, we don't have the we don't have the Russian communist threat anymore, do we? Which is the former USSR, Soviet Union. That's not, that's not an issue. Well, we got Chinese communism, but that's a different kind of communism on a different part of the planet. We don't, we can monitor and and, and deal with China in the Middle East, but we don't need to have troops there dying for people who don't care about us. I mean, it's, it's asinine to keep them there. What's the best? This is why they had to get rid of Trump no matter what. This is why, because of all of the stuff that was going on with China and the money that the Chinese, the Chinese government realized, you know, hey, our economy is kind of in the toilet. They're not telling you. The media isn't telling you. China isn't telling you. But people who are coming from China, yeah, it's not so great anymore. Because Trump put a hard smackdown on them for playing unfair, not just with the USA, but with the world. And let me tell you, some countries like Britain who deal with China on a regular basis, like the United States, 
looked at Trump and said, you know what? Yeah, we want some fair deals too. We're going to do the same damn thing. It was reciprocal. It was reverberating around the world. Now, China couldn't militarily get rid of Trump, but they had to hatch a plan in order to try to blame him for something to get rid of him. Now, follow me. We This COVID could have started as early as July, definitely by September of 2019. We didn't hear about it until December of 2019 when they said it was, you know, you know it started in, in, in November. And the first thing that Trump did when Trump recognized the potential threat, the first thing the left Democrats in this country said, oh, Trump is a xenophobe. Remember Nancy Pelosi going to Chinatown? Say, come, come into Chinatown. You know, we can hu- hug everybody in Chinatown. It's not, it's not a Chinese disease when we knew for a fact, and so did Trump, that it was coming from Wuhan, China. That is not even a question where this originated. How it originated, depending on who you talk to, is still a question. So now enter the fact that Trump starts shutting down some travel, limiting travel, and and shutting off certain parts of the world. Oh, he's a xenophobe, he's a racist, blah, 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 blah. End of February. All of a sudden, March. Oh my goodness, this is terrible. The left says, this is terrible. This is horrible. Trump isn't doing anything. So now all of a sudden we've got governors, especially Democrat governors. No, we're shutting down. All of you people... We're, the governors of your estate are going to pick the winners and losers of financial society. Your company is going to close. And if you can't work from home for your company, well, you're going to be out of a job. You can't open. You're going to go out of business. Now comes, we start, you know, hey, this is only going to be for, you know, 14 days, 30 days most. We need 14 to 30 days, you know, 15 to 30 days to flatten the curve. That was March. April, then May. Still not open. May comes around. End of May, people start grumbling. We can't be closed this long. My kids are starving. Slowly, slowly open up. But they're warning us and telling us, oh, there's going to be a second wave. Second wave comes. You better be prepared. We're going to have to shut down again. It's a virus. Send all the kids home. Lock all the kids down. The kids... Can't do anything. They gotta stay inside, stand, you know, do the zoom, zoom, whatever thing for school, which doesn't work. There have been studies after studies after studies done on, on how and this is not homeschooling. This is remote learning. When your public school is sending your kids home to be on the computer to learn, there is no very little interaction between the student and other students and the teacher which is all beneficial. You need interaction. The kids lost from March to June. That last quarter or last semester, quarter, whatever you want to call it, gone. They're, no getting it back. The kids are dumb as far as that is concerned. Now enter the new school year after the you know they get to go outside and play, thankfully. I saw more kids outside in neighborhoods this year, this summer, than I've seen in a long time. That's a good thing. They got some exercise and fresh air at least. But all of a sudden they go back to school and it's remote learning for many places. They, I know teachers. My kids can't get this, they're saying. This is devastating. You got kids going to their little kids, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old going to their parents crying. When is this going to end? When can I see my friends on a regular basis? When are they going to go back to school? Kids want to go to school. 
We are permanently damaging mentally our children. Not to mention their education is being completely and permanently damaged. This is all done on purpose, folks, because the science has told us about this virus. We've learned so much since March about the Wuhan virus. We've learned how it's transmitted. They don't even tell you the truth about how it's transmitted. Oh, no, no, we need to wear masks. Those freaking damn masks do not work. The CDC's own numbers. Oh, yeah, more than 90% of the people who have caught COVID have reported that they regularly wear a mask. Really? So why are we all being forced to wear a mask now? Social distancing doesn't work, not even outside, because why? Because the virus floats in the air. And it takes more than six feet for for gravity to bring it down, even inside. What do we need? Oh, about 15 to 20 feet. And if you're outside, probably more like 30. We can't social distance 15 to 20 feet inside. Oh, well, that means we got to shut everything down. It's a virus. We're not going to get rid of it. Notice they keep saying, well, we have to slow the spread, not stop it. Come on, folks, wake up. This was all an attempt to get at Donald Trump in the United States, and they got us because we let them. That's not a conspiracy theory. Look at the freaking facts. This started when Donald Trump was elected, and he said, America first. And he implemented America first when the rest of the world realized he was not just talking rhetoric to get elected. He was damn serious. And he went after the entire world that deals with the United States either on a publicly or or, or a friendly or a negative enemy type of situation. He went after the entire world. No, the United States is first. NATO, pay your damn fair share. China, you're going to do this fairly. Canada, Mexico, we're renegotiating this uh, North American trade deal because we're getting screwed here. You know, we love you, Britain, but damn it, you got to pull your own weight. It didn't matter who it was. He was telling them the United States was no longer their bank to fleece. Trillions of dollars around the world was lost because Donald Trump was elected and they conspired to get rid of him. Because let me tell you, Donald Trump in a term number two would double what he's already done the past four years. And that would set up a guy, whether it be Mike Pence or somebody else, to do the exact same thing for another four years. It would have been 12 years of Trumpism at least. The rest of the planet could not have that, especially China. Don't tell me that they did not do this on purpose. Don't tell me that the Democrats did not conspire to get rid of Trump because they've been doing it for four freaking years. That's the facts. There's no conspiracy theory here. This is factual. And it is so bad that now they are damaging your children. People are too freaking scared to even go outside. I mean, I can't tell you how many... (coughs) Excuse me. I can't tell you. You get the poor guy... the, you know, the FedEx guy or the Amazon delivery guy or the, or, or the UPS guy, they, they, I, I've seen it. People will open their door, see the FedEx guy come up or the UPS guy and shut their door until they drop the package and leave. 
I'm thinking, you've got to be out of your freaking mind. I have seen people back away from others because they're not wearing a mask outside. I have seen people walking by themselves or worse yet, driving by themselves in their car wearing a mask. You don't think that the that that this virus and the Democrats have put the fear of God in people with it? When we know that more than 99% of the people who get the virus survive it. In fact, a growing number of people that get it don't even have any symptoms, which leads me, do they really have it? How do you get such a deadly d- disease and not have any symptoms at all? In other words, you don't get sick. Wait, 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 that doesn't make, we were told March, oh my God, this is a deadly disease to the point now where we got Donald Trump Jr. who, who tested positive for it. Uh, I didn't even know I was sick. I didn't, I didn't feel anything. No symptoms, which makes me wonder, are these people, do they really have it? Do we really have this? Because notice now, folks. All of a sudden we have, oh yeah, because people are hanging out inside more often. That's why the virus is spreading faster, more, more. Really? But everybody was wearing a mask. And this uptick was happening before the weather actually turns out, because it was warm for a while. And now we're told, hey, you know, you can't have more than six or eight people at your Thanksgiving dinner. Wait, What? Some states are adding humongous fines. Uh, Frank, wh- how about families, especially in certain parts of the states like Oregon and Utah, who might have four or six kids? You can't have more than six people at your dinner table and you got six kids. What are you going to do? Are you going to kick two of your kids out? This is ridiculous. And they're already signaling that they're leading into Christmas. Why? Because this isn't about the disease or the virus, folks. This is about control. They are trying to punish you. And the rest of the world, because a lot of the world went to their own versions of Donald Trump. This is a virus that we cannot get rid of. There is no stopping the spread. All they're saying is slowing the spread. Well, you know, okay. I guess are we going to slow the, are we going to try to shut things down to slow the spread of HIV and, and the regular flu? How about the common cold? People die from the common cold. The death rate of COVID is still going down, even though more people are supposedly testing positive of it. Advanced therapeutics plus the number of people that are younger that are getting it are showing that this disease is not as strong or powerful as they thought. It's a weak ass virus. And now we're going to get, now we got more therapeutics that, that treat people that basically cure them. And we're going to get even more. Plus now we have these vaccines that some people are going to be willing to take. We're going to have before 2021 gets all the way into July of 2021. There is going to be as many as, at, as many as six different vaccines available. Unprecedented? Yes. Do you not think there's something else going on there? I mean, honestly, folks, let's think for a second here. What's going on? And don't even get me started. This is why they had to cheat, folks. By the way, uh, for the election, by the way, before I get out of here, 
Joe Biden currently on this day, Saturday, November 21, 2020, is not the president-elect. You know, we've always done this, I guess, but the media doesn't get to determine who the president-elect is. We have a constitutional system that does that. The, the, the votes and the elections across the United States and the 50 states have not been certified, and the electors have not been seated. Therefore, there is no president-elect until all of that happens. And when that happens, that means all this other investigative stuff can stop. This is why Joe Biden wants to shut it down and get uh, get certified as soon as possible, because he doesn't want any more of the corruption and cheating to come to light, because he actually, actually might find this, this whole election get reversed and Trump gets another four years. I'm not kidding, folks. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. I'll be doing more of these before the end of the year. Thanks for tuning in, folks. I'm Rod Eccles. It's been the Rod Eccles Show podcast. I'm out.